0: Welcome back in. Good to have you. Bill Michael Show. Up and running on a Monday, kind of a drizzly Monday. I see that uh, the backside of this, uh, this, this low-pressure system that's kind of pushing all this rain, it's coming from uh, north to south and should be here shortly. Later on today, uh, 5 o'clock, supposed to be out at Wanake, uh Golf Course today uh, for Fisher House, Wisconsin, for our friends at the Social House. Uh, doing the par three challenge out there later today. So looking forward to that. So hopefully if, if we do get rain, it doesn't uh, it doesn't hang for a long period of time. At least it allows us to get the golf tournament in and uh, raise a little money for Fisher House, which would be great. Uh, we were talking earlier about uh, the expectations for the Green Bay Packers and the fact that the Packers uh, have a very, very, very young core of standouts when it comes to... Uh, teams that, uh, you know, when you start talking about projections, uh, it projects to go to a player that is 23.4 years old at whether it's the tight end or wide out position. And it might be the least experienced passing attack in modern league history. When you think about that again, and that doesn't take into account Jordan love. So. You uh, start to look at this, and uh, the the teams. Not since nineteen ninety has a team been this inexperienced all over. The Browns were inexperienced at the tight end and the wide receiver position, but they had at least a more experienced quarterback. Where Jordan Love is also starting out in this, and that particular team went zero and sixteen. The Packers aren't trying to tank, but they're rolling out an even less experienced quarterback group to throw to those receivers than the Browns had back in two thousand and seventeen. So when you start to think about it, as much as you start to get into the projections of eight wins, seven wins, ten wins, whatever it is you think the Packers can possibly muster up, then reality looks you in the face and says, wait a minute, <laughs> let's slow your roll. Because when it comes to experience in the NFL and the ability to win in the NFL, on one hand, you've got a very experienced offensive line. You've got a very experienced running back core. You've got a pretty good experience when it comes to defense. Uh, a couple of second-year guys you're relying upon. Uh, a first-year guy in Lucas Van Ness that you're hoping can kind of fill the bill until Rashawn Gary comes back. You have the experience of Preston Smith and Devondre Campbell and Kenny Clark and and such up front. Your secondary is pretty experienced, uh, albeit you've got Jair, who's solid. But Stokes is coming back, and he missed all of last season pretty much with that uh, ankle issue for the most part. And was not great when he was in there uh, to try to bounce it off of his rookie campaign. So you do have a little more experience. You picked up, excuse me, (coughs) a couple of experienced guys at the safety position to fill in for Adrian Amos. Uh, Darnell Savage has been around a little while, so you got a more experienced defense. But whether or not experience pays off on the offensive side of the football, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Oh, by the way, I mentioned uh, Devontae Adams earlier. Uh, Remember when Devontae was coming off the field, shoved a cameraman, knocked him down, there were some charges? Uh, The charges have been dropped. I can only assume that there is some type of a financial settlement that has come along with those dropping of charges. I can only assume that. I'm not going to say for certain, but I can only assume that the charges were dropped and something uh, has uh, gone in that gentleman's pocket to make him just say, okay, this is all a misunderstanding. There you have it. Just kind of throwing it out there. Got to assume. 877 uh, 867 By the way, when we were going through the, uh, the rankings of offenses this year, the uh, number one offense in the league, the number one offense in the league is the uh, San Francisco 49ers, and it leaves you a little bit of a head-scratcher because, well, you saw Brock Purdy, but he's got the the elbow issue. They upgraded from Elijah Mitchell and uh, Tyron David Price to Christian McCaffrey at running back, remember, the Panthers actually improved their offense after the move from McCaffrey, but the star back gave uh, Kyle Shanahan another torture device to use against league's linebackers because, you know, you've got to figure you already had Debo Samuel running all over the joint, right? Um, so, I mean, they say that uh, Brandon Ayuk had a what they call a ho-hum 1,015-yard receiving year. Eight touchdowns. George Kittle finally delivered on what he felt like was a year-long touchdown deficit. He went nuclear over the final month of the season, racking up 265 receiving yards and seven touchdowns from week 14 on. So when you look at all of that put together, they believe San Francisco's got the number one offense passing attack. Cincinnati, number two. Philadelphia, number three. Seattle, number four. Uh, L.A., the Chargers, at number five, and you st- keep going down. You got Minnesota, by the way, at number six. And that's without Dalvin Cook in the backfield, remember. So you don't need to say too much about Justin Jefferson, one of the best receivers in football. He just turned 24, and he's not even playing his best yet. The Vikings also upgraded their biggest weakness this offseason by uh, uh, swapping out Adam Thielen for the first-round pick, Jordan Addison, uh, and even allowing for the wide range of uh, what they say outcomes they see first from the first-round pick in the de- their debut seasons. Thielen had a uh, had grown a little long in a tooth. Um, so they've gotten Kirk Cousins, obviously still you know veteran, being able to deliver the football. The Vikings ran the most plays and drives of any team last season, which helped inflate the receivers' numbers. What looked like a breakout uh, season for the new tight end, TJ Hawkinson, so he looked good. So the Vikings cut Dalvin Cook. And if, uh, you know, it's true, Cook's rushing efficiency declined, but he had generally been an above average to very good back before the 2022 season. So we'll see what Al- Alexander Madison does. But they got uh, the Minnesota Vikings ranked number sixth in the National Football League. Dallas at number seven. Really, the only thing holding Dallas back, let's be honest, is Dak Prescott. And uh, he comes with a huge spotlight on him and Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy has got to get Dak better. Dak cannot throw the picks that he threw last year. He just, he, he just turned the ball over way too much, you know. Then you've got Miami sitting at number eight, and they've got Tariq Hill. They've got Jalen Waddle becoming the 24th wideout duo since the turn of the century to both finish in the top ten. And now we'll see if, if you're able to keep Bur, uh, Tua together. And in the meantime, at number nine is Jacksonville because they've taken a dramatic step forward, not only with personnel, but the fact that Trevor Lawrence played so much better and Doug Peterson just has a different offensive knack. Atlanta at number 10. Atlanta at number 10, but don't forget, they got Ritter at quarterback. So they're a little inexperienced there. Uh, believe it or not, Las Vegas it comes in at number 11. DeMonte Adams last year in the hopes of reforming a college connection with him and Derek Carr. It failed miserably. But uh, the second option in the offense, rather than unexpectedly, turned out to be Josh Jacobs. But they feel that they're really good. Cleveland at number 12. Um, then you got Pittsburgh at number 13. New Orleans at number 14. 15 is Baltimore. 16 is Detroit. With Amra St. Brown, the 17th wide receiver chosen in the 2021 draft, four of the wideouts taken ahead of him have already changed teams before their third season in the league. Between Tutu Atwell, D. Eskridge, Terrence Marshall, they were all drafted a couple of rounds before St. Brown came off the board. So they feel like he's he's as solid as anybody. It's good that St. Brown has a kind of a, a target hog because – the Lions are going to need uh, one in 2023. Jamison Williams was expected to ascend to the starting lineup after the ACL injury limited him to uh, one catch as a rookie. But he's going to be suspended for the first weeks of the six weeks of the season because of the gambling policy, don't forget. Uh, and don't forget TJ Hawkinson, as I mentioned. He went over to uh, Minnesota The trade last fall while DJ Chark left for the Panthers. Marvin Jones, Josh Reynolds, and Kalief Raymond are going to be pressed into larger roles. And then it's going to be up to... Uh, up to their QB to be able to get the ball to them. Chicago sitting at number 17, Tampa Bay at number 18, Kansas City, the defending champs at number 19, Buffalo at 20, and Buffalo is interesting because we all know that right now, you know, you've got uh, some unhappy campers there. Then you've got, uh, it kind of goes down from there, Washington. The Jets, with their offense, rank 22nd coming into the league, or coming into the season. Twenty-second, They were 30th in 2021, uh, 24th coming into the t- uh, season last year, and 22nd coming into the season this year. Things are going to be a little bit dicier. Brees Hall, averaging nearly six yards a carry to start his career towards ACL back in October. There's questions about whether or not he's going to be ready for camp, and there's even some talk about could Dalvin Cook possibly end up in the backfield with Aaron Rodgers. And while Hall's long-term outlook, still exciting, plenty of backs who they could possibly fill the season out with. Michael Carter and his and, uh, rookie fifth-round pick Israel uh would have to pick up the pieces if Hall ends up miss, missing time. Uh, they traded Elijah Moore, cut Braxton Berrios after the season, cleared the path in the process for Aaron Rodgers. Um, whiteouts whiteouts, Al Lazard and Randall Cobb both came in. But they still feel that uh, it's a decent, not not great, but decent group. The Rams at 23, uh, Denver at 24, and I mentioned India at 25, New England at 26, the Giants at 27, and the Green Bay Packers at twenty eighth. when it comes to ranking offenses coming into the season between wideouts and tight ends. So there you have it. That's uh, going through that whole list as we went backwards to start, and then we'll kind of go from there. Um, by the way, By the way, uh, I don't know if you heard it, saw it, whatever. Yes, there were a couple of people that mentioned it to me. Stephen A. Smith's outburst regarding Romeo Dobbs and the the comments that he had in regards to no big difference between Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers and such. And again, this is a guy that's only been in the league for a year, so I'm not going to put too much stock into it, but this is a guy that played with Jordan Love because Love was taking a lot of the starters' reps because of the broken thumb from Aaron Rodgers, so he saw. Jordan Love quite a bit, and that's his guy because, you know, the young guys in that locker room know that Jordan Love's going to be the starter. They only played a, a year, maybe two, with Aaron Rodgers. So they kind of got – and Jordan Love, for the last couple of years, has been doing all the starters reps for the most part of the season. So that's kind of their guy. So I don't – while you and I both look at it and go, you know what, come on, you can't put in the same breath, uh, you know, Jordan Love, who's only had 83 total pass plays in the National Football League, versus Aaron Rodgers, who's already won four MVPs in the championship. We know that. But you understand where the, I don't want to say the performance, but you understand where the thought of performance would be because they're just trying to protect their guy right now, and they're not going to take away from any confidence he has. So I'm not overly concerned about it. There you go. 877 that's the breakdown. That's the breakdown. Give me your thoughts. Do the Packers, ranking 27th when it comes to their offense, does it change your mind as far as your total win projection goes? I'd like to know. like to know. 877-867-1670. Hey, if you're looking for a great getaway this summer and you want to go up and check out the waterfall tours, maybe you want to do a little golf, a little fishing, maybe you just want to lay by the pool. You know, take it easy. Do nothing. Just get away. Great. Or maybe you bring the UTVs and the ATVs. Take them up north, and you want to hit the trails. They are now open, and you can stop at the Four Seasons Island Resort. Great weekend stay. And right now, if you use the the promo code MICHAELS15, you get 15% off just for listening to this program. Or maybe you want to do a team-building event for maybe your sales department or what have you, something via your corporation, your business. You can do that as well. Call our girl Barb, B-A-R-B, Barb, 715-938-5110, 715 938 That's the Four Seasons Island Resort or their sister resort, which is up in the uh, Iron Mountain area. That's Pine Mountain Resort, which also has the Timberstone Championship Golf Course on it. So, you can do that there as well. I love the Four Seasons. Though. When I go up, that's where I go. I go to the Four Seasons, absolutely positively love it. So, get a hold of Barb, 715 938 5110. 715 938 5110. This is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
1: Welcome to Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. May I take your order? I'd like nine windows, please. Of course. All our products are custom-made just for you. I'm hoping they'll match my home. Of course they can. Have it your way. Excuse me? We're talking about windows, right? Yes, we customize any decor. Our design options are virtually limitless even more customized than your coffee so you're like my personal barista for windows and doors exactly and you couldn't have picked a better time because if you customize your order by august 31st you can bundle and save big good deal that was easy thank you drive through
0: Pella's premium wood windows and patio doors feature distinguished craftsmanship and nearly endless possibilities. Bundle and save when
1: you customize your order by August 31st at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com.
0: Welcome back to the program. Good to have you. Hey, don't forget about our friends at Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews. Great weekend out there this past weekend as well. Had some friends out riding on Saturday that stopped by and absolutely loved it. Loved it. And uh, that being said, they uh, they said the food was really good too. But thanks to Boondocks because they have agreed to bring the food truck uh, at the end of our motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd. The uh, the food truck they're going to bring over, and they're going to have some of their bur- uh, burgers and barbecue and such. As uh, they're going to work with our friends from Steel Tank Brewing, who is going to be the host for the uh, Out in Oconomoco for the end of the motorcycle ride at Boondocks. Yeah, they got good food, and they're putting their money where their mouth is. They're going to support uh, the motorcycle ride, veterans and such, and we're looking forward to having them as a part of the ride this year. And thanks to them for uh, you know kind of stepping up and saying, yeah, we well, would be glad to help out. And it's just only for the fact that Steel Tank, uh, with that many people, you know, you want to make sure that everybody gets uh, fed and such in a timely manner, and you want to make sure that everybody you know has an opportunity to get it in a, in a quicker fashion, and you don't have to wait. So Boondock said, no, nope, we'd be happy to happy to help out. So there you go, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Uh, this was from Jacob. Jacob says, uh, Romeo Dobbs comparing Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love only shows that he's a young guy and he hangs with Jordan Love. He's not hanging out with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers didn't want to hang out with anybody. So of course his guy is going to be Jordan Love. What else is he going to say? That's my point. This is no big deal. Who cares? I don't care if he compares him to playing with Bart Starr when he walked, watch Bart Starr video from years ago. It doesn't matter. You know who? It, it, all of that's conjecture until they actually get out on the field and do it. You know, I mean, it, it just how many times have have we heard something prior to the season, only to then, only to then realize that, uh, you know, once the season gets underway, all the all the conjectures just crap, right? Every year everybody's got a shot. Every year everybody's in the best shape of their life. Every year everybody's coming into camp ready to go. Every year there's entice or there's anticipation and excitement. Uh, it, it's like master of the obvious at this point. It's the off season, for God's sake. Right? Um Merlin says, Bill, does that Jordan Love contract give any indication that the Packers may not be sure if love is the guy or not? Well, absolutely. Absolutely. They don't know. I mean, I think it was very telling when Brian Gutekind said, yes, he's ready. He's a star- He's ready to be a starter of the National Football League. We just don't know if he can win. He hasn't won, which is a very truthful statement. It's being very obvious. However, if they really believed that he was the real deal and ready to go, you know? Well, first of all, on one hand, they they made the move. They went ahead and said, look, Aaron's not getting back to us. We trust the fact that we can just say, we're going to get out of this deal. We're going to trade Aaron away. You know, we're going to start shopping Aaron around, if you want to call it that. So that was an indicator that, yeah, they believe he's kind of the the guy. But they also believe that Aaron's coming to the end of his career. Aaron had become kind of a prima donna pain in the ass. And they had to move on. You know, they they just they just had to move on. So that alone tells you they believe or at least have an indication that Jordan loves the guy. But, but the contract gives them an out in case he's not. I think they're betting on the fact that he is rather than that he isn't, but they're not putting their money where their mouth is because if Jordan loves not the guy, they this, the contract gives you a little bit of an out. You know, had they really believed that Jordan Love was the man, they could have said, you know what? Nah. Well, the fifth year option, we'll pick it up. We'll give him a bigger contract extension, the whole deal. You know, give him three, four years. No, they give him basically a one-year deal. Here's more money up front than in the back end. Go ahead and do what you got to do. Go out and prove it. And if you can, great, we'll pay you. And if you can't, that's fine. That's the way it works, man. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Um, let's see here. What else do we have? Um, Jason said, by the way, you're going to be down at Summerfest this weekend. Sweet. My wife and I are going to be there uh, Saturday. Finally. get to meet you and say hi. Going to be with Briggs. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm looking forward to it. So if you're coming down to Summerfest on Saturday, we'll be there at uh, 3 to 6 down by the uh, Generac stage. We're working with our friends at Generac. Um, if love started last year and they went seven and 10, folks would complain. We would be four, 14 and three had Rogers started. And now we all know they went eight and nine. So no matter how good they are under love, it will never be good enough. And if they suck, it's love and goodies fault. Um, If Love would have got playing time, though, you think about this, okay? And I'm only basing it upon the maturity you saw against Philadelphia. The thought is, could Jordan Love have played, say, against the Lions and won that game? Played against the Jets at home and won that game? Because had Jordan Love played and won any of those games... Then the Packers would have found themselves in the postseason, and things might have been different, right? At least that's the thought. When you when you when you kind of go through that that thought process, because had Jordan Love had he been able to come in when Aaron Rodgers first broke the thumb, had Jordan Love been able to come in and get one win, whether in Detroit where Rodgers threw some red zone picks, or say against the the Jets at home, had Jordan Love been able to play that game, those games and won those games, then at the end of the season, that game against Detroit wouldn't have mattered, right? And therefore the Packers would have been in the postseason anyway. And they would have gone into the postseason as one of the hotter teams going into the postseason. 8778671670. So, I agree with you what what you're saying. But do you think do you think in your heart of hearts that Jordan Love wins a game, one of those, Detroit, the Jets, one of those games? And while Rodgers has, you know, the thumb issue and just nurses the thumb issue, had cuz cuz again, you go back to while well, the Packers made the move, they moved on from Aaron Rodgers. They got to believe in Jordan Love. But then again, they kept saying that Aaron Rodgers with a hairline fracture in his thumb still gave them the best chance to win. So it's kind of like, which is it? Is it Jordan Love with a broke or Aaron Rodgers with a broken thumbs the better quarterback than Jordan Love and gives them the best chance to win? Or should Rodgers have sat and Jordan Love who they pushed Aaron Rodgers out the door because he couldn't make up his damn mind. They got tired of his act, so they went on to Jordan Love to say he's ready to go. I mean, it's there, there's some contradiction there. And the actions, having Aaron Rodgers in your stable now, then again, Aaron Rodgers might have been the guy to say, oh, no, I'm playing. And it could have been somewhat problematic or it could have been, you know, a, a, a locker room issue dividing, so to speak, if they would have sat Aaron Rodgers and went to Jordan Love. Rodgers could have felt slighted again, so maybe they were massaging ego. I don't know. I don't know. But you get what I'm saying. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Uh, so if you uh you got a thought, bring it. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, this one's from Jack. Jack says hey Bill, great to see you this past Saturday. Over at uh, Sunset Grill in Pewaukee. By the way, it was not Saturday. It was Friday. We were there. We went on Friday. We went over to uh, the Pewaukee Lakefront on Friday. And they had their Lakefront Festival. Went there. And then afterwards, we went over to Sunset Grill, which we had a great time. And it's such that the whole outside, whether it's the deck or the bar down below, that's right there on that little tiny beach strip. That's right next to the boats and the boat docks. We had a blast. We had a, a, a ton of fun. And uh, our friends at the uh, Sunset Grill, they're awesome. Uh, we went in. We just started kind of, you know, doing a little bit of a bar hop, so to speak. But we had a couple of drinks there and just had a great time. The service was impeccable. So thanks to our friends at the Sunset Grill. Sunset Grill on Pewaukee Lake, great place to go. And I uh, can't say, uh, you know, enough about the service. But right there on Prospect Avenue, right, I mean, y- you know, you sit at that downstairs outside bar. And if you sit at the, the literally the bar that's towards the water, you're maybe three feet from the water. It's just such a cool place. That's Sunset Grill Pewaukee Lake. And don't forget, they have music on the weekends, and they have that little tiki bar that they built, like a stage tiki bar. They put the bands in now. Just a cool place, really cool place. Sunset Grill Pewaukee on Prospect Air. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you back. Hey, if you are looking for a home, and I know that uh, interest rates are high right now and people are worried about that, but if you're looking for a home, they say still uh, go ahead and pick the house of your dreams because eventually it's all going to start coming back down. You can refinance, but don't miss out on the house that you want at the price that you want, and that's our buddy Mikey Whitcomb. If you're in uh, Milwaukee, Ozaukee County, if you're in uh, you know Jefferson County, if you're in Waukesha County, uh anything uh, north of that area you can uh, always call our buddy mikey uh in you know uh, right now exit realty uh 414-243-1976 414 1976 i'll get the job done for you uh he helped me he was the guy that i went with and the home that i'm in now where our studio is and such is uh is is you know mikey got for me so and he did a great job i mean it was like 12 houses that I looked at before I finally decided on this one. And he uh, did a fantastic job. So thanks to Mikey Whitcomb and the group over there at Exit Realty, 414-243-1976, 414-243-1976. So there you go. Um, the uh, Let's see here. Jason said, even if you tell me about the fancy way that the general managers have of writing up void years and playing games with the contracts, it's eventually going to come time to pay. Uh, that doesn't get talked about enough. We're a team in transition, and a team clearing salary and contracts. The Jets have Rodgers cap hit uh, year two of one hundred million dollars. Good luck with that, which they can obviously move. Um, the uh, which you know again they can you know move years around. But yeah, eventually I agree. It it all comes due. You have to pay it out. The good news for the Packers is. That really, I mean, next year they're going to have some room, but the year after is when they're really going to have room. And that's when you start kind of seeing that with a, a young quarterback, with a decent contract, um, and if you put – if what Brian Gutekinst has done with Christian Watson and Romeo Dubs and Samari Torrey and Jaden Reed and Musgrave at tight end and such and, and having a pretty good – uh, depth on offensive line, if all that pans out, you're gonna you're gonna see that this team can ascend and can play some winning football. Uh, if all of that starts to come of age at the right time while you still have a low contract or a a seemingly low contract via the quarterback position. Absolutely. Absolutely. 877 867 1670 877 867 1670. If you want to give us a shout please feel free. Go ahead and give us a call. Um, This is, who's this from? Uh, This is uh, Arthur. Arthur says, uh, hey, Bill, uh, I'm glad that Rodgers is gone. I will take our lumps this season to not have to deal with drama next season. Well, okay, but let's say, okay, let me ask you this, though. Because this is playing devil's advocate. Think about this. You take your lumps this season. I don't know, what, seven, eight wins, something like that. Let's say, okay, let's say Jordan Love's not the real deal. And you get six, seven, eight wins. Now, you will have some capital, some draft capital to be able to move up if you choose to do so, if you want to get a higher quarterback. But let's say he's not the guy. And he's not the guy next season. Will you then have a regret about moving on from Aaron Rodgers and what would seemingly be the last few years of his contract or last few years of of his playing years? Would you have a regret with that? Hindsight being what it is. And then think about this. Then how much more anxiety do you want to throw into this mix, okay, if you say Jordan Love's not the real deal? And then you think, had jordan love not been drafted and they gone with a middle linebacker or another wide receiver like a t higgins or something like that who was available had they gone after one of those particular players and not the controversy that came with the jordan love pick which means that wouldn't have, it wouldn't have ignited aaron rodgers to the burning issue that he's had with management ever since that pick, you know, could things have been a lot different? Could they have gotten another wide out? Could they have then paid er- uh, uh, Devonte Adams and kept him here and put another wide out or two or three alongside him? And therefore that off everything would be pretty much the same. So it's not just, I'm willing to take my lumps this year. It's, you're willing to take your lumps if, indeed, it's the real deal, right? Because if Jordan Love's not the real deal, then all of this that started because of that pick becomes a massive and mammoth mistake. That's that's why Jordan Love, in some way, shape, or form, has to pan out. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Do you agree? Just your statement alone. Do you agree? Uh, Dave says, that's only if you believe Goody has done a good job in drafting. His first couple of years absolutely sucked. He's been hit or miss ever since. I think this is going to be Goody's telltale sign as to whether or not he keeps his job. That's from Dave. Mm, Dave, I agree. I know that Mark Murphy doesn't want to make any changes. That I know. But I, I would agree with you. I would agree with you. Um, what else do we have here for you? Uh, let's see here. Oh, going back to our uh, senior open advice for Brett. Uh, for the listener who asked about advice, uh, he's attending the senior open. My advice is don't yell, get in the hole when golfers tee off at 550 plus. Thank you. That That's Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. Kevin, uh, you couldn't be more right if you had to be. I would wholeheartedly agree. It is one of the most overused, non funny, mind numbing things anybody at a golf tournament can yell. Some people do it just to annoy the hell out of other people that have common sense. But it I but I agree with you. It is it is a pain in the ass, isn't it? It is mind numbing. Um well, oh, by the way, uh my buddy Justin got a hold of me on on this, and I didn't even I think to to go back and read it he said the hole that's going to be on tv a lot for the senior open is going to be the par three sixteenth. the flower hole is the famous picturesque hole of century world uh parents his parents are working that hole all week and he's going to be working on hole nine that weekend um so yeah the picturesque hole Any more advice for the Senior Open? By all means, let us know. Again, 877-867-1670. Our buddy Steve says it was refreshing to see the Brewers take two out of three from the Indians over the weekend. Oh, Guardians, he says. Great game on Friday night. Real clunker on Saturday. I thought they were going to cough one up yesterday, but Fredonia's own Owen Miller came through in the 10th. I'm watching the resurgence of Christian Yellich. Jeff Levering brought it up. That exit velocity of his bats are very high He had a double, and the exit velocity was at 110 miles an hour. He is making more and more solid contact, and my hope is that he becomes a contagious hitter and that Rowdy and Adamas get it going in the right direction. Hopefully they can get a game in tonight here in New York. Heavy rain is in the forecast. Have a great week. That's Steve and Richfield. I will say the exit velocity, yes, it was at 110. Okay. It's still not creating the home runs on a consistent. And I'm still not seeing Christian Yelich become the hitter that he was. This was a guy that could could take a ball in any part of the strike zone and pop it out of the ballpark. Now, if exit velocity stays high like that and he's putting the ball in the air, then, yeah, he, chances are he's going to start hitting more and more home runs. But right now, um, it, again, exit velocity, all these little – statistics that are so cool, you know, everybody went, oh, my God, he hit it 453 feet, one of the biggest home runs we've seen all season long. Well, that was last year. Who cares? He still didn't hit over 15. It doesn't matter. So, yes, I get it. it it's not like a pitcher, okay? If a pitcher goes from 97 to 92 and they lose five mile an hour after fastball and they just they they can't get it back, that's concerning. If a guy hits a home run at 101 mile an hour, exit velocity, and then the very next day is hitting a double at 110, but the, but he's not hitting home runs, and he's hitting the ball right at guys. Okay, yeah, he's he's ripping, and eventually that'll fall. So you're feeling a little bit better about it, but it's it you know you could have a guy that's throwing the ball at that point that he just happens to hit square up, and that particular is throwing a 97 mile an hour fastball, as opposed to hitting a ball with 110 exit velocity on an 87-mile-an-hour, you know, cutter, you know? So some of that is dictatorial upon who's throwing the baseball. That's why exit velocity doesn't I, – I know it's something that guys get all jacked up over, but there's so many different variables that go into that. It's like, eh, you know. Give me, give me consistent home run pop. That's what he was. He was a guy that could go anywhere in the strike zone. If it was low and away, he'd go low and away and pop it over the left field fence. If, he was, if it was in, up and in, he was pulling it down the right field line. He was just that kind of a power hitter. Give me that again. Now, if he's going to continue to find the gap and hit doubles off the wall, I'm fine with that. Especially if he's going to hit near the top of the order. I'm good with that. But I agree with you. It's not just Yelich. And Yelich is doing his part. Kristen Yelich is doing his part. It's the rest. It's the Contreras behind the plate who was supposed to have a much better bat than this. He's not. Winker's not. Adamas is not. Rowdy is not. None of those guys are. That's what's killing his team. It's not Christian Yelich. It's the rest of those guys that's killing his team right now, offensively speaking. Uh, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. We got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone radio network.
1: Welcome to Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. May I take your order? I'd like 9 windows, please. Of course. All our products are custom made just for you. I'm hoping they'll match my home. Of course they can. Have it your way. Excuse me. We're talking about windows, right? Yes, we customize any decor. Our design options are virtually limitless. Even more customized than your coffee. So, you're like my personal barista for windows and doors. Exactly. And you couldn't have picked a better time, because if you customize your order by August 31st, you can bundle and save big. Good deal. That was easy. Thank you. drive through. Pella's premium wood windows
0: and patio doors feature distinguished craftsmanship and nearly endless possibilities. Bundle and save
1: when you customize your order by August 31st at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com.
0: I mentioned yesterday uh the electric went out near the house and uh i am one of those people that rely on my garage door opener and uh, when the electric went out i didn't have a way to get in the house my front door key for whatever reason didn't work the lock uh, i very rarely use the front door so the lock was i don't know if it was rusted or what it was but it just didn't didn't work with the key and so uh, we ended up spending our afternoon down at the nice ash just kind of sitting down there and hanging out, and uh, you know what, on a Sunday, even though you don't have music, you know, there's no entertainment, uh, went down and watched part of the Brewers game, and then after that was watching some of the high school baseball games and just kind of watching whatever was ever on TV and had a couple of beers and smoked a cigar and just hung out, and Dan, who's usually working on Sundays, is such a great guy to just kind of sit down and BS with, but... Cigar Bar is uh fantastic. TheNiceAsh.com. That's TheNiceAsh.com. 323 West Main Street, downtown Waukesha. And as I had mentioned, they do have entertainment on uh, Friday, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So uh stop down and check it out. I had a great time down there yesterday. Just kind of sitting there waiting for the <laughs> waiting for the, the electric to come back on at the house. Just uh, you know, just one of those goofy things you just don't think about when you leave the house. I'm always And I've even got, like, an app on my phone for the garage door. So when, like, the garage door and the cameras and everything, uh, there's been times where I've had deliveries while I'm on the air, and I see them come in to the house. I usually leave a note that's on the door, and it'll say, deliver it uh, to the garage, and then I can remotely open the garage door. And it just... uh, I wasn't able to do that yesterday. I I didn't realize how much I lived off of the internet and how much I live off of the electricity uh, when it comes to stuff like that. And I know people uh, people said uh, you know you got to go to a keyless entry system, you know. And I here's the thing is I've got a f- entry door. Uh, the I've only got one door in the whole house that uses a key. Uh, my patio doors all toe kick and lock. I've got one door. That's it. There aren't any more doors to my house. The rest of them are all patio doors. And so I got to, I guess I got to figure that out, right? <laughs> so, uh, 877-867-1670, 877 877-867, uh, 1670. If you want to hit us up, please feel free. Um, the, uh, Jason said, is there any truth to the deal with the Cardinals? Um. He says, I know uh, they're loaded with uh, bars and arms. The uh, There was some speculation that maybe the Cardinals would be willing to trade one of their bats to the Brewers for if they're going to start rebuilding, you know? I, uh, I, I would find it a little hard to believe. I'm not... T- There's nothing that's out of the realm of possibility, okay? We have seen teams trade within division before, so it's not out of the realm of possibility. You just don't want to do it on the norm. But if what the Brewers have would be something that the Cardinals would really, really want, then why not? Then why not? We've seen, uh, you know, trades like that or guys move around. You don't want to see it happen, but it does. So is there any truth to that rumor? I'd say if I had to put a percentage on it, I'd say – 70% of me says not going to happen, but I'm not ruling it out. I'd never say never. Not in that sense. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, please go ahead and do so. Um Kyle says I got it from a cousin who's a sophomore at Illinois. He says that Leonard is a gym, meaning Jim Leonard is a what's he saying? Unofficial consultant in Illinois. He's had an apartment in Champaign, but it's not going to be listed or announced as an assistant coach. He is the current D coordinator. There are old teammates. Oh, okay. There you go. Um Let's see here. Well, then the question, you know, we go back to Packers and people are asking about, you know, Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers. And, well, you know what? Here's the bottom line. When it comes to coaching, I start to scroll through some of the, the live stream stuff and I get caught up in conversation, so I apologize. Uh, the bottom line is we're going to find out this year what the offense like is supposed to look like, you know? Is all of this stuff that we've been talking about with – you know, second and short, third and short, and going deep and all that kind of stuff. Is this stuff Matt LaFleur? Is it Aaron Rodgers? Was it a preference? Is there something similar that we're going to see? Is there not? I don't know. You know, I mean, I know Matt LaFleur kind of chuckles at the, the notion of the Matt LaFleur offense suddenly becoming prevalent. But it, nobody knows. We'll, we'll just wait. You know, uh, th- this, this thought that Matt LaFleur is suddenly going to be this guru and shine. I hope that's true. I hope he puts Jordan Love in a lot of great positions to be successful. But right now, I'm sitting back just kind of waiting. Maybe I'm too pessimistic. I don't know. Maybe I'm just too much, you know, cross your arms and say, show me something, right? We got a lot more to get to coming up. One more hour yet to go. Don't go anywhere. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this.